0: Hello, this is Pastor John just reading the word. Today we're going to go into 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Um, Sometimes Paul doesn't come across as the most humble of people, but he gets his point across. So today in First Corinthians chapter nine, we're going to read about Paul giving up his rights as becoming a slave to God, a servant of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is alive. I never want to forget that the stories and that the instructions given in the Word of God are inspired by the Holy Spirit. And as the Holy Spirit lives within each one of us, the word should be alive and applicable to every individual. And for that, I thank you, Lord. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Am I not as free as anyone else? Am I not an apostle? Haven't I seen Jesus our Lord with my own eyes? Isn't it because of my work that you belong to the Lord? Even if others think I am not an apostle, I certainly am to you. You yourselves are proof that I am the Lord's apostle. This is my answer to those who question my authority. Don't we have the right to live in our homes and share our meals? Don't we have the right to bring Christian wife with us as the other apostles and the Lord's brothers do, and as Peter does? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have to work to support ourselves? What soldier has to pay his own expenses? What farmer plants a vineyard and doesn't have the right to eat some of its fruit? What shepherd cares for a flock of sheep and isn't allowed to drink some of the milk? Am I expressing merely a human opinion or does the law say the same thing for the law of Moses says, You must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain. God was thinking only was God thinking only about oxen when he said this? Was't he actually speaking to us? Yes, it is written for us, so that the one who ploughs and the one who threshes the grain might both expect to share the harvest. Since we have planted spiritual seed among you, aren't we entitled to a harvest of physical food and drink? If you support others who preach to you, shouldn't we have an even greater right to be supported? But we have never used this right. We would rather put you, uh, we would rather put up with anything than, can be an, than to be an obstacle to the good news about Christ. Don't you realize that those who work in the temple get their meals from the offerings brought to the temple, and those who serve at the altar get a share of the sacrificial offerings? In the same way, the Lord ordered that those who preach the good news should be, should be supported by those who benefit from it. Yet I have never used any of these rights. I am not writing this to suggest that I want to start now. In fact, I would rather die than lose my right to boast about preaching without charge. Yet preaching the good news is not something I can boast about. I am compelled by God to do it. How terrible for me if I didn't preach the good news. If I were doing this on my own initiative, I would deserve payment, but I have no choice for God has given me this sacred trust. What then is my pay? It is the opportunity to preach good news without charging anyone. That's why I never demand my rights when I preach the good news. Even though I am a free man with no master, I have become a slave to all people to bring many to Christ. When I was with the Jews, I lived like a Jew to bring the Jews to Christ. When I was with those who followed the Jewish law, I too lived under that law. Even though I'm not subject to the law, I did this so I could bring to Christ those who are under the law. When I am with the Gentiles, I do not follow the Jewish law. I live apart from the law so I can bring them to Christ. But I do not ignore the law of God. I obey the law of Christ. When I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yet I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can do to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. You know, when we share the good news through our word and through our actions, we share in the blessings of the good news. That is salvation. That is eternal life. That is the fruit of the spirit. Don't you realize that in every race one runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. We run the race. We practice the things that we believe. We walk out our faith. We become men and women of faith with works, to follow. Father, I thank you for your word. I ask you again that it will impact our lives, that we will read with greater understanding. We will seek Holy Spirit's direction in all things. And for that, Father, I am thankful and I love you. In Jesus' name, amen.